I am a huge weed advocate, <laughs> activist, famous raw vegan. My father was a hitman for organized crime families. I have a brother named Brett. I've been a, in a great many films, TV shows, and other. Also notorious for taking a hiatus in the early aughts. And I have a beautiful head of hair, but then I don't anymore. Who am I? In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. Welcome to Not Another Podcast, Season 7, Episode 7, 70777. Lots of sevens. Seven. Seven, French reference. Uh, who am I? As soon as you said weed advocate, Woody Harrison popped into my mind. I should have saved that towards the end. I should have led <laughs> with my father was a notorious hitman. Yes, yeah, see, I didn't know that. And then you said vegan. I also know that about him. And I didn't know about his hiatus in the aughts. It was pretty, like, obvious. Like, I thought he was dead or something. Yeah, or, right. Or just had, like, a mental breakdown. Because that's where your mind goes first. If social media was media was more prevalent, there would have been, like, doppelgangers and all these news headlines that's about right. his disappearance or how he's resurfaced, like, Avril Lavigne as a different person. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Woody Harrison. So, again, I get... How many points do I get for this each time? I feel well, like it was three last time. Well, it's the MJK rating system, yeah. so it's out of seven, but you got it at the, the moment I said weed advocate, so, and you learned something, yeah. so I'll give you an eight out of seven, that's a plus one. And what's the, the number that people use to refer to weed? 420. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I only asked because I remember one of my year nine groups, they had to do a news segment and film it in groups. And they called it 420 News. I'm like, you know, I know what that means, right? <laughs> They're like, oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, you messed Kids. up. So our week topic for this well weekly topic but our feature film for this particular episode is the suicide squad released a couple Sui of years squad ago to your friends i think i just said a couple of years ago yeah, you did <laughs> i said it and then heard it went wait that's wrong a couple of weeks ago couple of weeks. in cinemas here in australia hbo max in the u.s um so we're going to get to that later but before we do mofo mjk handsome mjk whatever you go by these days big hoss <laughs> What have you watched lately? My big black ass watched a little film with Jason Statham called Wrath of Man. Oh, I mentioned that last time. You did? Your boy really enjoyed it. Oh, it, I, yeah, I enjoyed it as it well. It was very Guy Ritchie, but also just yeah, very but different. Yeah, a little bit different, it, yeah. I liked the overall tone of like mm. the just the, the dark score as well was good. Mm -hmm. Violence was fun. Casting was fun. Yeah. Overall, and the fact that it goes back and shows, okay, this is how it came to be. Yeah, which is very, like, the non-linear thing is very yeah. Guy Ritchie. Right. that and makes also, sense, though. It's one of his To tie things features. in always, he, he does stuff like that, and you get mind-fucked a little, and you're like, oh. oh. So that was a good one. Highly recommend it for y'all out there. And, yo, 
again, Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett, <laughs> you. Yeah. He comes up again. Uh, Zack Schneider's Justice League. Have you watched this shit yet? I still haven't watched it, and I own it on 4K. I bought it on Blu-ray, so I'm not you as did. cool as you. <laughs> but um, we can all was, try. It was it was not. Um, rough to watch but i think i watched it when i was a little tight it was good don't uh, get me wrong oh good it was just long yeah, oh, yeah. so you really need to dead would you uh, be open to watching it in its episodic form in the four parts or whatever it's broken into i feel like it's more than that i think oh. it's like five or something yeah she comes up with just you know dialogue on the screen yeah explains, text you know, yeah this is th- this part okay but, but yeah a, would you be open to watching it that way or just uh, interrupts the flow yeah i think for yeah. me i just have to like me i struggle if i watch avengers infinity war i almost immediately mm. have to watch endgame you know what i mean yeah <laughs> true that true <laughs> it's, that it's fucked up and what was the running time on Zack snyder's director's cut again four hours plus oh my god yeah That's but a it's, commitment. don't get me wrong it's good but you do really need to be in the mood for you need to have the energy and that time <laughs> uh, i watched parasite for the first time yes do tell Really fucking good. Mm, you bought it on Blu-ray. I remember I this. It's uh, I forget what country it's what? in, so I won't. Korean. No, it's not Korean. It's not. It's not. I thought Isn't it was. Isn't the director Korean, but not set in Korea? Is there that? you go. Okay. That might be it. Um, shot really well, aesthetically very, very good to look at. It's basically a really poor family who infiltrate this rich family oh. in a way like um, the the son, his best friend is tutoring this girl yep. in the rich family but he's moving away to study so he recommends him for the job but he's got no qualifications whatever and they're really into that mm-hmm. and his sister's really good at forging shit so she puts it in makes it look very official like that he's a college student all that kind of shit then he finds out that um the the son of the rich family mm-hmm. uh is very into art so he tr- he gets his sister a job as like his art tutor ah they are and infiltrating yes gotcha. and then <clears throat> They snap, by the way. <laughs> it was clear I throw it at the same time. Oh, muzzle tough. <laughs> I was too busy focusing on my you are. Uh Then the father comes in, in oh. as, as the driver oh, and they okay. get the driver fired and then the mother comes in as the housemaid. So they they're doing the house- this on purpose? Yes. Ooh, and they, they want their money? They kind of pretty much want to take over the, their life. Yeah, essentially. And then big old twist. Yeah, that's what it seems to allude to in the trailer. But it's it's heavily implied all along that there's just some kind of unrest. Uh, don't, don't tell me what it is. What it is. No, I, uh, I, I want to, yeah, be it's, surprised. It's good. Uh, the the ending wasn't like disappointing, but you once it kind of came around mm. with the like the twist, the twist. you were kind of like, I think that's where it's going, and that's where it went. Right. So it was very enjoyable, not yeah, hard right. to watch. Like I know some people with subtitles, with subtitles, yeah. But, which is kind of weird as well. The trailer made it seem like there was a lot more English in it. Not that I'm mad, but it was just pretty much all, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, just a misconception. Yeah. I watched uh, The Last OG, Tracy Morgan, T- Tiffany Haddish on Stan. Oh, okay. Great That's pretty recent. comedy show. Yeah, it's season, I think they're up to... Oh, it's TV. I thought it was a film. Three or four seasons um, on Stan, which is oh, good. Oh, okay. It's, he was in jail for 15 years. Gets out, find out that he's got twins, but she's what? moved on with a white man and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So he's trying to go straight. Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Yeah. Try, sorry. Trying to go straight, and but also trying to be a dad to these kids. Uh-huh. Uh, watch Godfather of Harlem, season one. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's Stan. Stan as well. Yep. Yes. That was good. My boy, Forrest Whitaker. I was just trying to think of his name right now, and you did it for me. <laughs> Plays Bumpy Johnson, like mm-hmm. set on true events and I think shit. my brother watches it and advocates for it. Yeah, it's set in the 60s, so it's a good little little timepiece, but it mm. has modern music, which is a lot oh, of fun. Oh, cool. I like that idea. Um, 
obviously your guy. I've been chronologically watching The Simpsons, so I've oh flown sh- through season one. Yep, yep. Disney uh, Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also that's in right. The, also in the the DP, I watched. You're right, You're right there, there Max. She's having a little having a little moment, aren't you? Come on. Come here while MJK talks. Watch season two of Fresh Off the Boat, which you need to start yes. watching. Yes. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'm open to that. That's Netflix. Or Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. Yeah, right. I'd have been watching it a long time ago if it was on the flicks. Yeah, you know true. Speaking of the flicks, I watched quite a few documentaries slash docu-series. I watched Cocaine Cowboys, The Kings of Miami. Mm-hmm. It was all right. Yeah. It's more so focused <laughs> on how fucked up the lawyers and the legal system is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how basically you can just like poke one hole in someone's story. Not even a hole, just imply their characters off and then creates doubt with the, the jury and then it's just completely fucked. Yeah, right. Um, I watched this, way, yeah. this Is a Robbery, the world's biggest art heist. Oh. Um, <clears throat> a, uh, what do you call it? A museum in Boston got rolled for a bunch of paintings worth something ridiculous like 200 million dollars and it's still unsolved happened in the early 90s oh wow (laughs) you'd think even now with modern tech but anyway to solve the crime you know it's just if they had that tech back then they would have yeah easily and they've got a 10 million dollar reward up for that always scares me about old murder cases how they just did not have the tech so there's just serial killers running loose yeah that's why that's that's why they were just so up for it like jeffrey Mm. Dahmer was like a closet homosexual instead of you know finding himself a decent man he just you know killed a bunch of dudes Damn. And he could, you know now everybody's all like hey man pride yeah love he, is love but he, he probably like killing people too so whatever um <laughs> <laughs> i watched viva the underdogs the parkway drive doco which is available on netflix oh is that new uh came out last year but it's new to netflix oh okay i haven't seen that because they've got two others before that they've got the one that sort of explains or maybe it's just the one explains how they were no, formed together and the mm. other one is more of them touring yeah from memory yeah they're yeah. both really good yeah this was also very good oh, as well sick. it's about I'd be down them, for that. uh their ascension to headlining buck and the, yeah. the huge music fest up in the europe's so and how they kind of like doubt themselves and how they're yep. you know self-made and all that kind of shit as you know from that actually came shit. up on my facebook memories the other day you me tani at thebi seeing parkway drive happened like, seven years ago this week <laughs> Only seven I years. I think seven. I can't remember the the time frame, but I'm like, oh man, the Parkway Drive gig. No, the I, men's. Think I, do, I had the t-shirt and everything. I do remember that because I remember uh, I took. We a, sat up in the stands. Yeah, I yeah. took a sickie that day, and I was like, don't tag don't me. Don't tag me. Don't tag me. Okay. Um, and also, I've started playing Marvel's The Avengers on the PS4. Oh, the one I played. I don't know. Did you? Yeah, it's you, you play as Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss uh, Marvel. Did you suck it as much as I did? Did I suck at it? Mm. I finished it. Yeah, but I'm really shit at oh, it. Oh, I'm all right. I, I've got it. I started on normal. I'm good with Miss Marvel. Mm. Okay, I lied. It is I'm tricky. mediocre at it. Yeah. But I'm absolute shit house at Hulk. Look, it, it does get tricky flicking back and forth between the different characters and going, okay, what's their special move? What's their specific controls? Because yeah. I've just finished as Miss Marvel mm-hmm. doing like the sim as... I haven't even finished that campaign. I did the sim as uh, Iron Man where yep. she's... And I was Flying like, around. controllers with that. I was like, yo, this is dope. But I'm just trying to do the, the, the training as Hulk. And I can't even get past that. Oh. I suck in shit. In the, like, um, the big spacious room as they just drop it's or spawn. It's called like Harm or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. 
and yeah but i'm ratchet at it but i'm enjoying it <laughs> <laughs> no it is good because it's more it's not canon but it's just more mcu storylines yeah. and characters we haven't seen before like miss marvel so although look, she is getting a tv show at some point yeah she's disney plus i believe mm-hmm. um and i'm looking forward to playing uh, the black panther one which is like war of wakanda um and there's like a Hawkeye yeah, campaign there's all the DLCs well. that come. Yeah, Hawk, the Hawk girl. Whatever like, it is, it's Hawkeye's daughter. Although when I saw a description for the upcoming Hawkeye, yeah, which you, is out 24th of November, you mind fucked me. You I thought it was his daughter, daughter it's but Kate it's Bishop, she's like a huge fan. Played by Amanda Seinfeld. Um, sorry, Haley Haley Seinfeld. Yeah, Steinfeld. It's yeah. a bit different to Jerry. <laughs> Steinfeld. They're not related. Steinfeld. Yeah, the bitch from Bumblebee. Yeah. Speaking of bitches, what'd you watch? <laughs> that was you, Maggie, not me. Yeah, me, no, I've been watching weekly stuff, so I don't have the end of a season or a movie to talk about other than Suicide Squad. So I've got my weekly stuff coming out. So um, this week I've got the finale for Motherland Fort Salem. I think I showed you the first two minutes of that when you were living here. Yeah, with the with big the... terrorist attack by the spree with all the falling bodies in the yeah. Whoo! Water show. I'm absolutely loving that show. So I'm gonna watch that this week. Supergirl returns this week with its seventh and final season. Got a couple of episodes left of Legends of Tomorrow. Wentworth returns this Wednesday also for its final season, its eighth and final season. Sabina and I were talking about that today. We're like, we've got to watch the finale together, make it a thing. It's going to be so much fun. Um, Stargirl just returned as well, which is part of the DC universe. And That's, by a lot um, of the same producers as Batwoman and Legends and Supergirl. And but that, that, that one's got like a really decent budget, right? Was yes. Yeah, lots of special effects. Luke Wilson was in it? Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Cool cast. Um, I'm watching Good Trouble's Back, Good Fight. Riverdale's back. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's already had four episodes. I told you the other day they only got ten this season in its last season, season eight, and they're dropping them two at a time. So it's going to be over in three weeks like <laughs> before we know it. Which and is kind of terrifying. It is, but I'm going to just go back and rewatch. I think, like almost immediately. Yeah. Well, like I, I said to you off air via text, yeah. I think they should do a spinoff show called Jake and Amy <laughs> and just have... <laughs> All the same characters. It's exactly the same the show. exact same show, just rebranded. Or, fun, they could all be like undercover now and they could call it Johnny and Dory, their code names when they realized they were in love. <laughs> I love that. But like the first couple of apps, or well, the first app in particular, was pretty heavy for Brooklyn in the sense that it was about police brutality, but done in their way. And it's, yeah, a little bit different because... Like, spoiler alert, Rosa has left the force because of police brutality and she's being she's a PI now. Um, so that was interesting. And they're like, oh, this is pretty heavy. But the episodes since that have been really fun and really silly. Not to say the first one wasn't funny. And I lost my shit at a Terry Wait, sequence as well. Did, did she in leave episode force two. because she was brutalizing people or she didn't want to work with people she who didn't, were brutalizing people? You want to associate with the police. Fair yeah, enough. that's right. So quite interesting. Um, so watching that, Titans just returned as well. So they've had four eps for season three of Titans. Um, and, yeah, still watching a few shows with Skusi And two episodes of What If have been released on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. You've watched that as well, right? Yeah. So we've had – the first one was called What If Agent Carter Became Captain America? 
I think was the... Uh, I can give you the official title. Please, thank you. And the second one too. I think there's 12 apps this season. We can also clarify that. Loving that there are 30 minutes. The animation, the animation's gorgeous. No, they're only nine and they've already announced ah. the second season, so there'll be 18 eventually. Nine apps. What, what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Oh, love it. And what if... T'Challa became a Star-Lord. So that was episode two just gone. So these are dropping on Thursday night on Disney+. And as I said, 30 minutes, so very watchable. Um, yeah, so I loved the first episode. Um, that Peggy. was a struggle for me yeah? for some reason. Yeah, I, th- I think that was I was a victim of my own expectations. I uh, thought I was just going to be balls to the walls fully into it. Yeah, Where it right. just kind of felt like Captain America, but just with Peggy with a few little uh, different things. Okay, right. Yeah. Also, like when you watch the trailer, you think there's going to be like an ensemble cast each time and it's just mm. all different people. We, we're not used to interacting with each other. I kind of thought the opposite. Oh. But at the same time, I'm expecting there to be like what if the Avengers and mm. then that's when they maybe do an ensemble. So they're just like laying the seeds for like what universe they've kind of created. Almost like the MCU. like. But at the same time, Jeffrey Wright, whose character he played, he's a narrator. I forget what the character is. The Watcher? Are. There you go. That makes sense. He's... Uh, kind of alluded that uh, you know this is just all standalone stuff what if yeah you know like in that Kurt Russell part at the end of that uh, uh, T'Challa episode oh yes yep that was this was like and that's the end of the world (laughs) but we'll touch on that more later and this was something that kind of was set up with the end of Loki like all of this this multiverse Mm. and it's going to be there in Doctor Strange 2 whatever that's called uh Multiverse of Madness, That's it. which is making me think that Wanda's going to be a naughty, naughty girl in that movie Ooh. after watching WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, so excited. Yeah, what's up, Wanda? What's up, girl? Well, that's coming out. Looking we got Shang Li would be out next month. Early. Next I month. The, uh, and then Eternals. And then currently we have What If, and then November is Hawkeye TV. Um, so, yeah, What If has dropped. And then, really, the only other thing I had on my list was the PS4 game Ghosts of Shishima, which I mentioned I was playing last episode and had hoped to have finished the main campaign by this app, which I did, but I've been still playing it to keep exploring the map, do side missions, etc., because I've gotten quite hooked on it. Um, gorgeous game. It just updated for the director's cut, which is now also on PS5. It was only released tw- last year, so it's... Still a very relevant game, trending now that it's got the director's cut and it's like very uh, shogunate Japan setting, which I teach a little bit of in Year 8 History. But it covers the first Mongol invasion of Japan and you play Lord Sakai. You as teach he about tries to. shoguns? Shogunate Japan is Year 8 History because of the period of time around the Middle Ages. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So we look at samurais a lot because that's cool to Year 8s. As opposed to... Wu-Tang Clan love films. (laughs) So, oh my God, the game aesthetically is gorgeous. Like, I'm just running through the trees and the forest and even the snowy mountains of Japan. I'm like... Yeah, Housemaid Stace is playing it. Oh, so you've seen bits of it? And on her her relatively nice-sized TV, it's pretty decent to look at. (laughs) It's amazing. Has she got PS5? Mm-hmm. Damn, that would look even better. But I think she's only playing it on PS4. Yeah, yeah, this and was still great. And that's why she wants to get the, uh, the, what do you call it, director's cut because, you know, yeah. PS5 and shit, son. It's going to be interesting to see how that varies. I don't think I'll play it, um, just time factor. But yeah, it's fun playing as a samurai, trying to reclaim 
your provinces and your land from the Mongols. Um, a really cool storyline as well. But yeah, just aesthetically amazing. Gameplay is really fun. Storyline strong. Um, so I highly recommend it. I think it's still probably a bit pricey because it's so new still. And PS5, they don't fuck around. And PS5, they don't fuck around. So uh, that was me in a nutshell. of things we've watched lately trailers the one okay i've watched two first one is the latest well final trailer for eternals i've been calling it the eternals but it's just eternals out november 5th the next from the mcu after shang chi i keep saying shang li for some reason sorry because you're racist yes apparently um so that's good to see a bit more of the story and who these eternal people are the fact they've been around for seven thousand years they're here to protect humans from deviants they're not allowed to get involved in any human conflict boom that's all we really need to know and nothing else and is really that's why we ain't seen them with vengeance <laughs> yeah they're like why didn't you intervene with world wars and thanos and all these other terrible things so i like that as a concept because that messes with everyone and there's sort of a figure in there who looks like the watcher but i couldn't tell you who that is, you recognize him from the comics, but that he is the person obviously instructing them what what they can and cannot do. Mm. Um, and just loving the look of the cast for that. Just feels MCU, but not MCU, except because it's, you know, a new phase. So I'm interested to see where they go with it. Obviously how it ties in with other stuff. They mentioned Thanos wiping out half the population, then them suddenly all coming back, hence the increase in deviance. Mm-hmm. So I like that idea, that concept. And, you know, I always look forward to what they're going to put after the credits. What are we going to te- yeah. be teased with? Which, you know, having Shang-Chi out so soon before, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, because that's what, two months yeah. separating them? Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's and be then before you know it, something else is going to be out. So that was me and um, American Crime Story Impeachment. Impeachment. You and I have both watched also, which tells the story of the affair between Bill Clinton, President Bill Clinton and... Uh, intern Monica Lewinsky. Intern. She's, I was tr- looking for that adjective. Intern Monica Lewinsky, played by Beanie Feldstein. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's right. And then Clive Owen playing Bill Clinton. Yeah, he looks good. I, as he looks good, but I don't also. It's not. Yeah, I'm not convinced with that look. He's got the voice down. The nose is still too big, but you kind of forget that in the first step. You'll just believe him to be and to be Bill. Edie Falco playing uh, Hillary. Yeah, yeah, saw that. And Sarah Paulson's unrecognisable. She's like yeah. a journalist or she's, she's confidant. The one who, well, supposedly, but she's the one that ends up busting out the whole story. Yeah, uh, and she looks she, unrecognisable. But. She was a fame whore, that lady. I forget her name. Yeah, right. So that's out on the 7th of September. So it's like three weeks away So or two weeks away. So looking forward to that. What have you watched in trailers? I uh, watched Venom, Let There Be Carnage Oh, trailer. yes, yeah. I've seen that at the movies. Yeah, the guys at Suicide the Squad, too, yeah. Along yeah. with the, the latest Shang-Chi trailer. Yes, yeah, same. And the 007 No Time to Die. Oh, I, same. Yeah, they were all at the Suicide Squad yeah. screening. Nice, nice. So I'm like, oh, I've watched more trailers than I realised. Yeah, Let There Be Carnage. I'm still not... Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not um, sold either. My, uh... <laughs> I was going to say something yep. a little gross. But uh, Shang-Chi, I'm, I'm getting more and more keen on. Uh, so keen to see that. And I really don't need any more 007 films. Yeah, no. Nah. I've never been a fan. They nah. can go fuck themselves. 
And <laughs> also, I saw the <laughs> the trailer for the next WWE video game, WWE 2K22, and uh, it was set for an October release, which is what they used to do annually until the last game they produced, mm-hmm. which was WWE 2K20, was so bad oh, yeah, that's all right. that I they didn't even release it. 21. 21. Wow, I didn't know so that. So <laughs> that'll be coming out in March of Shit. 2022. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've pushed back the release. So hopefully that means that they want to actually make a good game. So, and that was just pretty much just a little gameplay gameplay teaser trailer that went for about 30 seconds, which aired uh, on the, on the SummerSlam this week. Yeah, yeah. It's that time of the week for the special uh, film feature topic. The weekly topic. The thing that is going to make you click on and listen because it's going to be a bait. picture. Clickbait. That's right, girl. We're doing Suicide Squad, son. The, the Suicide Squad. Emphasis on t- ha, eh. Written and directed by the James Gunn. Nine four. James Gunn. Uh, Slither. Mm-hmm. PG Porn. And everybody's favorite. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> he was just volume one. And volume two. Volume two as well. Excellent. Yep, we do. James Gunn. So we had some faith being James Gunn because Guardians has the right banter and ensemble balance. Yeah, when that got announced and the uh, him in it as well as the cast that they were putting together for it, you know, the return of Jack Courtney and... Mm. Um, I was about to call her Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. I don't care. Idris Elba. Oh, he's, well, he's, he's new. He's new. Yeah. And I don't care for Joel Kinnaman, but he was actually good in this yeah. movie. Yeah. So. Uh, and uh, Amanda Waller returns. Viola Davis, Davis, that is. Um, yes, yes. There you go. That's all the returns. And your boy. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson and my boy. I don't have his photo, but I do have a photo with him. Nathan Fillion playing TDK. Um. Yeah, are we going to do spoilers? Oh, fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> okay, yeah. hashtag spoiler alert for the next, you know, eight minutes. Um, yeah, the fun part about this is you get 15 minutes into the film, you know, she's creating Task Force X and um, the characters that we've seen in the trailer and everything else are pretty quickly uh, disposed of, if you will. It actually broke my heart that they killed big, big old Boomer. His, yes. his banter with Hals, as he called her, mm-hmm. in, in the... Yeah, just, in the chopper or the plane, whatever it is. That that was like one of my favorite things. I was like, yes, let's give get me these some two Jack Courtney, let's go. And then he gets, he gets popped. The two and Australians she hanging was out. like, no, Boomer. But is he dead? Because you, you know what happens with boomerangs. They always hit you in the junk. <laughs> they always come back. So we don't know for sure, but I mean, it's pretty convincing that he's dead. Yeah. But then you also think maybe Harley Quinn's going to die as well. I was like, no, you nah, can't no have way. this film without Harley. Well, also the two trailers, she's in like every Yeah, scene. true, true. You, well, you, she is a selling point. Oh, yeah, of Because course. she's the highlight from the first one, maybe the only highlight for some. And I then don't obviously, know. D- yeah, Jack Cor- oh, Captain Boomerang just mm. smashing tinnies, you know, yeah, while he's titties. robbing people. I loved it. So that is the little bit of a plot twist very early in the film. So sorry if that's a spoiler. It was great. My favorite thing. Like I was getting into it. You see Savant. Yeah, I was going to ask Johnny you Cash. how you felt about your boy Pete disappearing pretty quickly. Oh, I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> You're like, that's brilliant. Yeah, well, because I was just like, oh, good. the people that hate him are going to be like, yeah. And the people that love him are just going to love it too. Classic humor. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Pete, of get course, his sense he's of gone humor. in the first five, ten minutes. Oh, the house. The house 
they wrote Nathan Fillion's, ca- Fillion's character, TDK, just for the movie. He's not in the comics. And then the character is so stupid. His arms just detach. <laughs> he can detach. What did TDK stand for? I can't remember. The detachable something. Killer or I something forget. like that, yeah. yeah. Detaches his arms, approaches the enemy, and just basically Smacks bitch slaps them. them. I'm yeah. like, what is going on? And then, boom, obviously, when that's revealed, it cuts to the fact she's, you know, Waller's got a plan B up her sleeve, and they are just the... Uh, Before we get there, when the they... The divert? What uh, do you call it? Team B or whatever? I the, don't know. Yeah, the Team B. Teams. They were the... I think the first team was more or less the diversion to diversion. get oh, everybody yeah. to Correct. on them. But, um, yeah, when they deploy... <laughs> Oh. And Weasel. Weasel. Weasel is a <laughs> highlight when he is in it. And he, he's just that noise. He's like, and then he's like, did anyone check to see if Weasel could swim? <laughs> and that was the tone of the film. I was like, oh, yes, 100%. I'm on board. Let's go. Well, I noticed a couple of people as well, because we're still early in the film. A lot of people were talking about how much more efficiently these characters were introduced compared to the first one. That there wasn't, you know, the first one, oh, there's like, all this text comes on the screen. We go into all these flashbacks. Yeah, it, it takes, takes too long. Yeah, it really It's does. too consuming. And this time it's just like real quick introductions and splashes of who these characters are. And then the how we actually uncover the little bits of information we need to know about this Team A, if you will, is through the employees of Wallers making bets on who's yeah, going to survive gonna look, yeah. and come back or do this and do that. And you're like, okay, that's all we need to know. We're seeing their picture. We're hearing the name. We know a couple of things about them. Here's who they're putting their money on. And it was funny and efficient and much better than the first one. So they and did that better. The little bit of personality they get while they're all just having a chat in the helicopter was fun as well. Yeah, that set up what are their dynamics as a, a group. And yeah. then it's all for nothing anyway yeah. because we're actually going over here to these secondary characters that no one's really familiar with and giving time to them, which includes um, John Cena as Peacemaker, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, Joel Kinnaman, he was in the first one as Colonel Rick Flagg, um, and, oh, the Polka Dot guy, what was his name? Polka Dot Man. It's just Polka Dot Man. I'm like, oh, this guy here, Sean Gunn, ration to James? Yeah, it's his brother. Oh, his brother is the weasel's voice. That's hilarious. And of course... He's also in the film, um, briefly, they they show him. He's like paying out blood sport. He's oh, the guy, no way. The guy behind him, the card guy thing. And let's not forget... King, King Shark? Is let, that his name? Yeah. yeah let's not forget yeah. King Shark. But I was going to say, let's not forget Ratcatcher 2. <laughs> yeah, 2.0. Like, who is this? The weirdest character ever. But we should note as well that Sylvester Stallone is the voice of... King Shark and one of the highlights of the film for sure. Reading a dictionary upside Absolutely down. Absolutely hilarious. Um, so yeah, they're our sort of team A and we're getting introduced to them. One of my favourite scenes is when they get to the island and you've got Peacemaker and Bloodsport trying to show off like who could do the best kill. Yeah, who's one got the, the bigger le- dick like, pissing contest literally but with killing a people. A pissing contest, exactly. And one review I watched just talking about like they really work toward like I don't know what the word is but they really take advantage of the R18 plus rating, especially in that scene with the language, but also the level of violence and how they kill people. And you see a dick as well. Let's not <laughs> forget about that. And I won't give away the little twist that what happens at that because that really ta- would take away a lot of the laughs that you get as soon as they realise what's just happened. I've got to be honest, though, I had a moment to myself before they got there. I, was, I, I thought okay. exactly what happened. Oh, and, and I was like, like nah. that would be funny. And then they do it. And, and yeah. you're like, oh, well played. Like props to you. But that was another little twist where you're like, oh, this team is messed up. 
but I did really like the banter between Cena and Elba as well. Like, it was a good pairing. I've got to be honest, I've never been the biggest fan of John Cena as yeah. an actor, but I think this if this has been his best role. And I, I think agree, actually. I didn't even think of that. Relates to his real-life sense of humour very well as well. He's very self-deprecating. True. He's new as well, so he's asking questions and clarifying and when we're getting bits of information, kind of almost learning through him like he is learning. <laughs> They're a chocolate starfish. It's another name for a... Yeah, starfish is uh, also a, like another word for a butthole. Is there any? Do you think there's any relevance in that? Or whatever he says, you're like, and oh like, my no. god! And then he writes it down, and he's left-handed, he's so that should be a, a cue that he's sinister. So he's he's the <laughs> naughty one of the group. That was our first cue. How dare mm-hmm. we not notice this? Also liked when Waller was telling Bloodsport that you know you're all selected because you've got a special set of skills, mm-hmm. and then when they introduce Peacemaker, it's identical to Bloodsport, and he's like, hold on a minute. <laughs> Hang on, how am I meant to be different here? Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, Harley does still... um, Well, Harley is still alive by the end of that diversion there at the start. And so we get a bit of a side story with her and then by the end of it, they sort of all reunite. Um, Wait, 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 let's not forget she falls in love. Oh, God, that little moment you're like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, and then, boom, classic Harley. The dictator guy, was he a general? Yeah, general of sorts, looking for a promotion. Yeah, so Mm. he was the new new big dog in Mm -hmm. in town and um, chooses Harley Quinn to be his wife and she's very honoured. I mean, why wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Then, of course, she has her little monologue of, I told myself if I ever got into another relationship, Mm-mm. if I see any red flags. So she pops the poor guy. Well, I shouldn't say poor guy. He's like a genocidal maniac. But yeah, so she gets herself into a bit of mischief as the team go to rescue her. But she's she's Harley Quinn. She's made an escape for herself. <laughs> They're all coming in to rescue her and she's taking care of it herself. Like, you know, that song, Taking Care of Business, comes to mind. But that was a pretty cool fight sequence too. Her sort of reawakening, I'm not actually knocked out right now, escaping, being chained to the roof and then working her way very violently out of that house. And then they're like mm-hmm. mid-climbing the building going, Oh, you don't need us to rescue you. I'm like, yeah, no damsel in distress here. I like how touched she was by it. It's like, do you want me to go back inside? And they were like, very condescending. Oh, very much so. And um, the I learnt today as well, the T-shirt that um, Colonel Flag is wearing. You can it's just in call another... him Rick. You can call him Rick. Rick? I'll call him Rick. He has a T-shirt, a yellow T-shirt like in the comics, and it has a bit of writing in another language on it. And I learnt inter- that it's interpreted as obstacles are opportunities. So... You know, obviously, the Suicide Squad face a lot of obstacles and their opportunities being presented to them. But the reviewer was like, mm, maybe a little nod to James Gunn, you know, he got himself in a bit of trouble. But another other opportunities came out of it, such as, obviously, the Suicide Squad, which was interesting to note. And a lot of people when I saw who saw me the week after I watched the film were like, what's it like? What's it like? And I'm like... Best way to describe it, batshit crazy. It is nuts. <laughs> it's yeah. batshit crazy, but especially when, uh, what's the big bad? It's called Starro, the big starfish. I never got I a, looked an his official name, up. name. Okay, yeah, cool. Star-ro. You tell me, yeah. but you said it as if you were asking. Star-ro? Well, I'm just confirming because I didn't know what the guy's name had all of the little plugs in his head, what his name was. So he doesn't come up anywhere. What do you mean he doesn't come up with Well, he's oh, not on he's this not in, IMDb he's list. He's not in the squad, is that why? Top cut. He's not in the squad. He's the big bad. But there's like lots of themes of control here because the guy with the things coming out well, of his Well, tell us, tell us about Starro, Jade. Starro is a giant starfish who releases lots of mini starfish, almost like 
those scenes from Alien when the alien bursts out of your chest and attaches to your face to feed off you. Little, little mini Staros are attaching to the humans and basically creating them into like zombie-like creatures and they're taking over the streets at this point. But it's just a gigantic jacket, the biggest starfish you can imagine walking through the streets like Godzilla mm. and that's where the batshit crazy comes to mind. It seems like a very silly Oh, it's idea. so silly. You have to go in knowing batshit crazy, silly <clears throat> as, lots of violence and swearing, lots of great banter and just it is what it is and it's an absolute blast. Absolute fun experience. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just uh, the little touches they put in there, like polka dot man sees his mum in every day. <laughs> so you can hear people in the movies going, oh, this is disturbing, but yeah. also funny. I don't know how to react. Um, and then we have, there's an after credit sequence as well that has, spoiler alert, Peacemaker in a hospital bed. So he seems to still be alive, even though it looked like he might have been dead earlier. And we've since learnt that he is getting his own spin-off series through HBO Max. It was actually announced long yes. before the oh, uh, right. movie came out. Okay, so sure that's a spoiler. I'm anyway. pretty sure it's all in the bag. Yeah, okay. No, pretty- from what I know it is, yeah. Um, so, you know, classic sort of MCU thing to do something after the credits, but they've set that up for for later. I think there was something right at the end of the credits. I think that was the, it, wasn't it? Um, weasel. Oh. Coming back to life, essentially. <laughs> okay. All the way at the end of the credits is, yeah, another se- a weasel sequence. Which is, is there really? Funny. Isn't it? Oh, this was just at the, at the end of the, like, they do, I think they do little They do credit throughout pop-ups. the credits. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm getting confused yeah. I didn't actually see the Peacemaker thing. Oh, right. It's just I, him lying in the bed and they're like, yeah, he's he's stable or something like that. And then boom, cuts. It's really brief. They talk about his muscles? No. They talk about his... Uh, He's not wearing his toilet <coughs> seat helmet at this point either. He's quite banged up in the hospital bed, sort of unconscious. Well, he did have a pretty sick fight with Rickles. Mm-hmm. That's what I call Rick Flag. Mm-hmm. Young Rickles. Young Rickles. <laughs> Rick Flag. Oh, and again, like uh, the little yeah. story with Ratcatcher 1 and Ratcatcher 2 and how she was like, he was a good dad, but he was a homeless junkie. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your daddy ain't good, girl. And Cart 2, it's played by Taka Waititi, which I picked up campus. very early. Yep. Nice little James Gunn MCU connection there with the two mm-hmm. of them, um, being the director of the Thor, couple of Thor films. Um, so yeah, I definitely say because a lot of people were very skeptical because they didn't enjoy the first one. They're like, oh, I'm not going to see that. It was just, and I'm like, best way to put different. it, the first one was trying too hard to be cool. hundred percent. This one was James Gunn is just cool. I was going to say <laughs> it was all kinds of okay with not being cool, but in yeah. that process, it was super fucking. Cool. And that's what made it good. Yeah. So yeah, I highly recommend it. Go check it out. It's what, in the cinemas Would you give it out of uh, the MJK Ooh. rating scale? Oh, out of seven. seven. <laughs> Six? I don't see why not. Oh, seven? I think it's got a lot of rewatch value. Yeah, so 100%. I'd, I'd have it sitting on a comfy six. So, yeah, if, if you're all out there, remember, it's the or the Suey Squad. James Gunn represent. Take it all. That's very. Take uh, it all. No, I've got nothing. Well, Jade, have you heard what about GTA? No. Three Vice City and mm-hmm. San Andreas. Right. Are all getting remastered. What? For PS Five. Oh my 
G. There's no word yet if it's like the bundle going to be released as a trilogy or individually. But but the still sort of bird's eye view look of it all, I would say. No, three three was oh, the first one where okay. you, you were like, I don't Immersive, know what it's called. like third person. Yeah, yeah, third person. Thank Not you. Not just in a car. Yeah. Um, so, the like I said, three Vice City, which was awesome, set in the 70s Hawaiian shirts, Miami Vice, like type of mm. thing. And then, of course, San Andreas, early 90s, The Hood. Oh, man, that's <laughs> cool. Because I never really played those fully. I've definitely done it in bits and pieces, but now being more of a gamer and looking at getting a PS5. Just the, the remastered aspect and just the, the controllers aren't going to be, hopefully not going to be as dicky as they were yeah, on PS2. Yeah, they'll definitely fix that. Being, and also just being an awesome game, you know. Oh, wow. Keen as fuck. Wow, no, I hadn't heard that, so I'm glad I know. Yeah, well, uh, That'll I, come up in conversation somewhere. It popped up somehow. I was, I think I was just scrolling on fucking Instagram. And yeah, then, and then I looked it up, and it's got confirmation. No idea when it's going to be coming out. But, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, and also, are, are you sitting down, everybody? <laughs> I am. That's right. On AEW Rampage, one CM Punk made his return after seven and a half years out of wrestling. He's yeah, back, right. baby. He is back, and it was great to see him back. He himself almost looked like he was shocked to be there. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He was yeah, just wow. like, wow. Have they got back. audiences back there? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And it was in his hometown of Chicago. So, representing. Yeah. Like, very emotional. And uh, he got everybody in the arena a CM Punk special ice cream bar for their troubles. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think oh it was like God. a vanilla bean um, chop yeah. chip or something. Yeah, yeah. Delish. So, he, he's, he's back. Best he's in the back, world. Baby. He's back. Say it once, say it twice. <laughs> He's back. He's back. And with that, it's now time for that that MJK experience known as Yo, what that movie is. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready to guess based on your Hints of MCU characters. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's so complex. It's a movie where actors that are in the MCU are in it, but you're going to use their MCU character name instead of their do, actual character's name do, in the movie. Do a horrible to tell the job story. of explaining it and hopefully you'll get it. And I have to guess. Take right. it away. So Ant Man. Okay. He's uh, taking a break off college. He's come home to his stepdad's place mm. and his smoking hot um, high school sister is. What's that? <laughs> like smoking hot high school sister. Well, I was <laughs> a kid. such a funny description. I, okay. It's, okay, it's, keep going. I was a kid when My the bad. movie came out. Oh, all right? Good hint, good hint. Um, so, you know, he's he's there and she's like, ugh, my stepbrother. And well, actually, the, yeah, stepbrother. And then she goes to a party and she's trying to do a makeover for this nerdy curly haired chick. And she's trying to set her up with pretty much everybody. But the guy she tries to set her up with is into her. And then she gets out of the car because he made a move on her. And then she she's like, oh, I'm lost in the middle of nowhere. And then... <laughs> the, fact, the only thing that's... Just Ant-Man. But then everything else is just so specific to the movie. <laughs> Man, Jesus Christ. And then she gets... <laughs> And then she gets jacked by some dude and she doesn't want to lay on the ground because it's a very expensive jacket or dress. 
And then she calls Ant-Man and says, yo, what are he's you back. doing? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's back. Ant-Man's been laying pipe with his girlfriend, so mm-hmm. he's he's like, hold up, I'm, I'm busy. And then his girlfriend's pissed because he, he goes to help out his, his, his stepsister instead of, you know, <laughs> staying there and making love. The super hot high school sister. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> she was a woman when they made the movie, all right? Okay, okay. And uh, <laughs> so then she has this crazy idea to, to hook up her teacher <laughs> with another teacher because they're both so lonely. What? <laughs> and, um, oh, my God. Basically, at the end, uh, the, the chick she's trying to make over says she's a virgin who can't drive. Uh, well, by the way, through the whole movie, she does a horrible job in, in her driving classes. And then she ends up making out with her stepbrother and they get into a relationship. <laughs> I have no idea. Who plays the girlfriend? Well, actress. The, the, Paul Rudd. The Ant-Man. Who plays Ant-Man's girlfriend? I don't know. Who plays Ant-Man's sister? Well, if I say that, you're going to get Ma- it. Maybe, but... Alicia Silverstone. Oh. <laughs> Clueless. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's got nothing to do like Paul Rudd's so minor <laughs> in that film. That's why I was so sorry. They've been so easy for you. And I do such <laughs> yeah. a bad job of explaining things. Yeah, but that's half the like, fun. That's perfect. half the fun. Like, what the heck? Because you forget thought, Paul Rudd's in that film, man. <laughs> I thought you would have got it when I said you're a virgin who can't drive. No. I have not seen that film in, like, I don't know if I've seen it in its entirety ever. What? I'm sure I have, but it's like that Top Gun and um, yeah, but Top Gun sucks. Point Break. Those ones that <gasps> I think I'd already seen and hadn't. Until recently. Point Break's an amazing film. Yeah, I watched it. I'm pretty sure you were there. <laughs> yeah, Gary yeah. Bushy's in it. And he gets two oh my meatball God. subs. He but three. look, Ant-Man was in that. He was. And we got there in the end. Oh, my God. Well, I do look forward to the next one. Hopefully, you can remember what you're going to do for yes. this one. It's so a bit if, lost in If that sounded a little in strange in me talking about mm. smoking hot teenage girlfriend, it's because this was my backup one. <laughs> I had one that was a really good idea, but I forgot because memories and shit. fucking love that song it's so good it's in my top 10 for most played songs this year just because you played it that one time on one of the podcasts i'm like have i not been listening to this if i had ever come back to wrestling that's what i wanted myself yes to i totally agree with that that's so good because as well the the lyrics are you're the best i can do so <laughs> like... i do listen to them going that's not a good thing to yeah. hear from someone. Oh, my God. But we are coming to the end of this episode. And she gave me my money back. So <laughs> we are looking to... What are you looking forward to in the next couple of weeks? Yeah, Jade. Before we record our what next you, app. What are you looking forward to? One of my main missions, I'm about 80% of the way through Nine Perfect Strangers. I mentioned it last ep as well. So I want to finish that book by Leanne Morality and then, boom, jump straight onto Amazon to watch the limited series with Nicole Kidman to see how they interpret it. I've seen posters for this round. Melissa yes. McCarthy's in it too? Melissa McCarthy's in yeah, it. Yeah, right So on. it's just dropped on the 18th, so it's only a few days old. So I'm looking forward to that specifically. And then, as I said a little bit earlier, I've got Supergirl and Wentworth returning Wednesday and the finale of Motherland Fort Salem. So, And then all those, we've got all these dates too for um, stuff that's coming out in September, like impeachment. Um, and I'll keep watching Brooklyn and What If. What about you? Uh, there's the Malice 
at the Palace doco that I want to watch. About, What's that? Uh, Palace in Auburn Hills, the brawl that happened in Detroit with uh, it was the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers. You would have seen the footage, that yeah, famous okay. footage of Meta World Peace laying on the fucking like, oh, yeah, timekeeper's yeah, yeah. desk and then someone hurled from the crowd hurls a cop at him and then he got just fucking ape shit, runs okay. into the crowd. Then the fans start storming the the, the court and mm. became a whole thing okay. where the players yeah, right. were labelled thugs <clears throat> and um, the the crowd who were inciting a, essentially a riot were, you know, just being like, oh, these poor people kind of thing. So I'm really keen to watch that. Yeah, nice. Um, the only reason I haven't watched it Busy doing other things. I, I have, but I forgot to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> you can mention it next time. So I'll, I'll talk about that next time. Um, I'll be definitely finishing season two of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I'll be definitely finishing season three of Fresh Off the Boat. And I've started recently watching Peaky Blonders. So oh, I'll, have you seen that before? I've watched the first season, so I'm going through that again. Yeah. And I got a couple of seasons into seasons, a couple of episodes into season two. Yeah, I've heard it's great introduced to tom hardy's character in it and nice i'm pretty sure my girl um, anna taylor joys in future oh, seasons she is yeah she yeah, is 100 so yeah fucking keen to mow through that because it's like six or seven seasons up already yeah right and um we'll yeah. have to watch this space also for what our feature will be because we want it to be something new and epic righteous so we'll have to work on that and there's some movies that i'm not going to mention that i'm keen to watch but we'll see what happens okay and um yeah, that's about it. And just, just keep sign- watching that, that bullshit what if. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, we'll sign off with our Kip crew till another time. And um, we won't see you, but, you know, hopefully you'll be hearing us in a podcast near you. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for tuning in to not another podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook or Instagram. All one word, not another podcast with two T's. Or check us out on Twitter, Tweets by Nap. Wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.